0: And his box a box of chocolates would I know to stay away. What well, said can his box a box of chocolates? Would I eat them anyway? Cause every time I have half a mind to leave you, babe, that means I have half a mind to stay.
1: It's Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. Good evening, this is Mike. Pandora's Lunchbox is a show about food and culture, and waiter, there's food in my soup. And on today's show, we're going to talk about bananas and strange Icelandic Christmas traditions. Doesn't that sound like a good combination? I don't necessarily know of any mashups between banana, mashups, oh, between uh, uh, bananas and Icelandic Christmas traditions, but we will try to make that work. We'll try to get it together. That's the hardest part of the show, but let's get started with a little bit of foreshadowing about that banana stuff. Here's Big Maybelle, the great R&B singer doing the great R&B tune, Mellow Yellow.
2: I'm just made about saffron. Oh, Saffron's mad about me I'm just mad about Saffron He's just mad about me They call me Melanie. Made about fourteen, a oh, fourteen's made about me. I'm just made about fourteen. He's just made about me. They call me oh, Mella, Mella Yellow. That's right. They call me Mella Yellow. That's right. They call me. Mella. Banana is gonna be a sudden craze. Ooh. Electrical banana.
1: Big May and Mellow Yellow. That should have been a bigger hit. That was on the album The Pure Soul of Big Maybell, on CBS Records in 1967. On that album, she also does The Eggplant That Ate Chicago, which I played on this very show. It's Pandora's Lunchbox, and I'm Mike. This is a show about food and stuffed bananas are going to be central to the show. But first of all, bull weevils eat a lot of food, and I'm just mad about bull weevils. The boll weevil monument in downtown Enterprise, Alabama, of which I'm sure you're all familiar, was dedicated 100 years ago this week. According to Wikipedia, the monument consists of a statue of a woman holding a pedestal with a boll weevil perched on top. Hailing the beetle as a herald of prosperity, it stands as the world's first monument built to honor an agricultural pest. With the arrival of the boll weevil in the 1910s, farmers were losing whole crops of cotton. H.M. Sessions saw this as an opportunity to convert the area around Enterprise, Alabama, to peanut farming. Cotton was grown again, but farmers learned to diversify their crops, a practice which brought new money to Coffee County. Coffee County, hmm. The original statue of the woman did not include a boll weevil. It was not added until 30 years later. That's when Luther Baker thought the bullweevil weevil movement should have a bullweevil weevil on it. He made the bullweevil weevil himself and mounted it atop the statue. He made his very own bullweevil, weevil. And it sits there today on the Bullweevil weevil monument in downtown Enterprise, Alabama, dedicated 100 years ago this week. Here's another song about bananas. Nope, not that one. Sounds good, though, huh? How about this banana? Seems reasonable. That was the Nelleries, and they even said Mellow Yellow in there. Isn't that wonderful? That was Banana. That was an EP released in 1993 by the Hello Recording Club, which was created by They Might Be Giants. The Nelleries are a duo from Japan, and other songs on that collection include Waiting, Bubbly, and Plastic Sky. But that was Banana. Peel slowly and see, you know. It's Pandora's Lunchbox, and maybe peeling isn't the main thing, but here on WCBN, when there's an important issue that's the central issue of the week, we're here to bring you perspective on that. We're very serious about that. We're not kidding. Ever. Much. So, the central issue of the week may be the Yule Lads descending on Iceland this week, but first of all, why are we playing songs about bananas? If you haven't heard, this is from the Miami Herald, A banana was duct-taped to Emmanuel Perrotin's outer gallery wall at at Art Basel, Miami Beach. This was an art piece called Comedian, and it sold to an art collector for $120,000. A banana duct-taped to a wall. The work of Italian artist Maurizio Catalan. It comes with a certificate of authenticity, and owners are told that they can replace the banana if needed. Instructions on how to replace the banana are not included, Collectors are buying the certificate. The banana is not made to last, so one day along came a performance artist who took the banana off the wall and ate it. I think this is fodder for a children 's story don 't you? But this apparently did not diminish the integrity of the six figure artwork, according to the director of Museum Relations at Gallery Perrotin, who said he did not destroy the artwork. The banana is the idea. This has brought a lot of tension and attention to the booth and we're not into spectacles, said another official, but the response has been great. It brings a smile to a lot of people's faces. The gallery owner, however, was very upset about it. A fair goer tried to cheer him up and handed him his own banana. This banana was then adhered to the wall. That banana has been more photographed than the Mona Lisa, says the director of the museum's relations. Said the performance artist who ate the banana... The original banana, of course. I think this is the first one in art history when one artist eats the concept of another artist. The banana is just a tool. I ate the concept of that. Who wants to print up t-shirts saying the banana is just a tool? Anybody? I'll have to tell you about a Michigan reaction to the duct tape banana piece in just a moment, but in the meantime, this is extremely important. We've played a song about bananas called Banana. The following is a song about bananas, and it's called banana.
3: Don't know, demanding new bananas that just won't grow. Hit them with a sack of oats that we just won't sow. Bananas in our hands and we won't let go. Turn it up to ten, take it as a sign. I'll probably muck it up, but let me try it one more time. He's made him a-
1: Fair enough, that was that one guy. And from the album The Moon is Disgusting, that is banana. I don't know if you could tell it was a banana. So we've just been talking about a piece of art called Comedian, consisting of a banana duct-taped to a wall in Florida, of course. In Dearborn, Michigan, the Arab American National Museum responded to this, decided to tape a chicken shawarma sandwich to the wall. With duct tape, of course. The museum's Matthew Stifler told Middle East Eye that the shawarma artwork is lighthearted, but it fits into the museum's mission of promoting Arab American art. He said the museum is focusing on building Arab American art, building the capacity for Arab American artists to do their work, building our collection of art. The sandwich got attention on social media, with people expressing admiration for the museum's comedic approach. The museum bought the sandwich from Country Chicken, according to Middle East Eye. Country Chicken is uh, an Arabic restaurant in Dearborn, but they did not alert the chef that it would be turned into a work of art. I don't know if that's required. The sandwich was eaten by the museum's media designer, Aya Krish. It was very delicious, Krish wrote on Twitter. So at least it was an inside job this time, huh?
4: From the hotel sheets in downtown Pleasantville, Broadcasting Company presents the music of Pete DeAngelis and his loyal Plunkettville Beagans here in the beautiful gold, yellow, copper, steel, iron ballroom of the Hotel Sheets in downtown Plunkettville, overlooking the uptown section of downtown Pottstown. Stay with us, won't you, and enjoy the sweetest music this side of the Monongahela River, one mile high, two and one half blocks from the center of old New Orleans. Ah, there's gaiety, merriment, and dancing in the hotel sheets nightly. Now, to get things underway, Pete and his loyal banditos play a medley of old standard favorites, commencing with your red scarf matches your eyes, clothes cover before striking, your father had the ship fitter blues, and loving you has made me bananas. This beautiful picture and lovely lyric portrayed vocally by Dickie Ryan. Oh, your red scarf matches your eyes You closed your cover before striking Father had to ship bitter blues Loving you has made me bananas Oh, your red scarf matches your eyes You closed your cover before striking Father had to ship bitter blues loving you has made me bananas oh you burnt your finger that evening while my back was turned i asked the waiter for i dined
0: but i dined all alone
4: I asked the waiter for idine, but I dined not
0: alone.
4: Your red scarf matches your eyes. You close your cover before striking. Your father had the shoes. Loving you has made me bananas.
1: Loving You Has Made Me Bananas, and I say that to all of you listening right now. That is Guy Marks from his album Loving You Has Made Me Bananas. That was Loving You Has Made Me Bananas by Guy Marks from 1968, a fine year for that song. Okay, let's get to the point here. The Ewell lads are arriving in Iceland. This is true. Says here, according to adventures.is, the Icelandic website, on the morning of the 12th of December... Icelandic children wake up with a smile on their face and butterflies in their bellies. Why, tis the season of Yule lads, or as we like to call them in Icelandic, Jólas Vénar. The eve before the twelfth, everyone who believes in the Yule lads will put a shoe on the window sill and keep it there for thirteen days, the very specific number. has to do with the number of Yule lads. Every night until Christmas, a new Yule lad will visit the window and place a small gift in the shoe. This is not at all as creepy as it sounds. For many, the Yule lads are the best part of the days leading up to Christmas Day. But there aren't just 13 Yule lads. There are also the brothers. They're all brothers. Their mom, Grilla, their dad, Lepaludi, and then there is the Yule cat. We'll have to talk about the cat in just a moment, but let's get right to the point here, because who is the first ewe lad arriving today? Let's get to that. That is the sheep coat clod. In Icelandic, I'm going to try to say it's Stekjastatur. No, stekjastaur. The first ewe lad is said to suck milk from sheep and was known for having two wooden feet pig legged Guard your sheepies where they lay, it says here. Remember they said... Not creepy at all. December 13th, the gullygawk is coming. He was known to hide in barns and steal the froth of the milk buckets. Okay. December 14th, that would be now this Saturday. Stubby's coming. Hey, Stubby! He was known for being unusually short and for stealing pans so he can eat what's left of the crusts off of them. And then, coming December 15th, is the spoon liquor. And on the website, okay, he looks really creepy. This guy looks really creepy. He's known for being tall and thin and for stealing long wooden spoons to lick them. Okay. December 16th on Monday, the pot liquor. I think there's a theme here. He steals leftovers from pots. So guard your codfish soup, it says here. Then the bowl liquor comes on December 17th. That's next Tuesday, I believe. He was known to hide under beds. Remember, not creepy. He hides under beds when people would place their ascor, which is a plate used for all meals. He then stole the ascor and ate from it. And December 18th, the door slammer. That seems a little less creepy, but noisy. He was known to slam doors, especially during nighttime. And, uh, well, that catches up us up to next Wednesday. And then come next Thursday, another Pandora's Lunchbox will let you know who all the other Yule lads are going to be coming. But the Yule cat I was talking about earlier, first there's Grilla, the mother of the Yule lads, who looks not creepy at all, Lepaludi, the lazy husband, and then the Christmas cat, a vicious black cat, a hairy animal, hunts children who don't receive something new to wear for Christmas, and then eats them. That's heartwarming. That's the Christmas cat, the Yule cat. Next week I'm going to play a song by Ice, not by Ice, it's by the group from Iceland called Sugar Cubes. Not the Ice Cubes from Sugarland, but the Sugar Cubes from Iceland. They have a song called Cat. It's in Icelandic. I don't know if it's about that cat, but I'm going to have to bring it next week when we celebrate the next set of Yule lads arriving. Here's a good time to talk about stuff happening holiday-wise, not just in Iceland, but even in Ann Arbor and Ypsilanti. Coming up this Saturday is the Tiny Expo Indie Art and Craft Fair. That's at the Ann Arbor District Library at the West... No, that's at the downtown branch. Thank you, it's right downtown. This Saturday from 11 to 5.30, 40-plus local artists and crafters will sell handmade wares there will also be several hands-on activities happening in the Secret Lab. That's this Saturday from eleven to five thirty, tiny expo at the Ann Arbor District Library, Downtown Branch. Meanwhile in Ypsilanti, it's the Dipsy Holiday Market, that's DIY Ipsy, Dipsy Holiday Market, this Saturday from eleven to seven, and Sunday from twelve to six. Says here under the information on their website for the December event. Deep Dipsy Summer Festival will feature vendors at the Riverside Arts Center. It says Summer Festival, but I think I'm going to assume that it's at the Riverside Arts Center. How about that? Either way, go check into it. Look on the interwebs for the Dipsy Holiday Market 2019 this Saturday from 11 to 7, Sunday from 12 to 6. Very possibly, very likely at the Riverside Arts Center. But go find out. See what you can find out. It's WCBN FM Ann Arbor. We're wrapping up Pandora's Lunchbox for another week. Arwolf and Face the Music coming up in just a moment. I think that's all I'm going to share with you today. We've got the Yule Lads, the Yule Cat. We've got bananas all over the studio. People are slipping all over them. I think we're good with that. Let's go right to another song about food. This is not about bananas. Unless you like ketchup on your bananas, which is an option I would not judge you for. I just went to Windsor, Ontario, and found a few CDs by Stompin' Tom Connors, who is a favorite of Tex of the Down Home show. You can only get his CDs in Canada, and they're out of print, so it's really nice to find one. He does a song called, a song about coho, about fish, and I don't know if they'd be good with banana either, but here's a song called The Ketchup Song by Stompin' Tom Connors, I dedicate this song to you. This is WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Thanks for listening. Our Wolf at 7, then at 8, it's Shimmy Shimmy Kokobop, Bop and on and on after that. Keep listening to WCBN FM Ann Arbor and never, ever, ever stop doing that.
5: guy from PEI they used to call potato He met this young Leamington, Ontario tomato But he had eyes for other girls and she was a little mushy So he said, well, let's get wet, there's no sense being fussy Big size, french fries, how they love tomatoes So dress them up with Heinz ketchup, ketchup loves potatoes ketchup loves potatoes well he went down to windsor town to buy a ring on monday saturday they said okay we'll cut the cake on sunday but sunday came and what a shame they had no one to fetch it without a cake they just sat and ate potato chips and ketchup Big sized french fries, how they love tomatoes So dress them up with Heinz ketchup Ketchup loves potatoes Ketchup loves potatoes And so this guy from P.E.I. They used to call potato He's got two boys and a little girl Two spuds and one tomato They romp and run around Leamington And boy, when they get hungry the bottle drips all over the chips Way down in the ketchup country Big-sized french fries How they love tomatoes So dress them up with Heinz ketchup Ketchup loves potatoes Ketchup loves potatoes
6: Thank you, Mike. Stomp and Tom. I wasn't aware of Stomp and Tom. Another mystery from Mr. Bike in Pandora's Lunchbox. It's now rapidly advancing upon seven o'clock. As far as I can tell, the sun has gone down, or I should say, the horizon has moved up if we were to look at the uh, the weather you know maybe i could give you an idea of what the weather is going to do that would be a, maybe something uh, useful what it's doing right now it's 31 degrees and uh, low tonight 26 overcast tomorrow with the high around 41 and there's nothing much that anyone can do about any of this so let's listen to some old records together what do you say my name's Arwolf and I wanted to report what you already know which is that over the past three years people have been getting progressively more worn down uh, psychologically I think the, uh, the prevailing political, social, and cultural climate in this country and all over the world has really got a lot of people down. And so that's one very important reason for supporting WCBN and continuing to listen to us and donate when we have a fundraiser in in February. Of course, you can donate to WCBN anytime online at wcbn.org. I'm saying this because Uh, we really are a true alternative in a media landscape that is continually being dominated by, well, less creative and more destructive forces, let's put it that way. So tonight we're continuing the survey of music from predominantly 1929, 1939, and 1949. There are... uh, over the many weeks I've been doing this series, been dipping back to 1919, 1909, and even earlier. Um, 1909, a good year for Scott Joplin. We're going to open with something that um, he wrote and was published in that year, and the version you're going to hear was recorded 80 years later, 1989, by Ann Arbor pianist William Albright. This is called Solace, and I gave that little preamble because I think we all need some solace. I think it's quite interesting given the uh, the incredible